we back. Episode two. Episode two. Unapologetically melanated. melanated. Let's get this shit. Let's get this shit. Let's. All right. I want to first say thank you. Yes. Because a lot of my clients and um, Dream Performance family has told me they listened. So if you listened to for episode one, we definitely appreciate you. We appreciate all the love, yes. all the comments, all y'all sharing our posts. It is well received. Thank you. Yes, thank you. We do appreciate all y'all. We noticed every person. We that did. We did. Even if I didn't say thank you, I saw it. It was just like literally it was a, a lot, lot of on. people talking to us, but appreciate it. Yes, thank y'all. So make sure you watch episode two is with all right. Every episode ever, <laughs> ever made. <laughs> okay, so before we even get started, we're gonna tell y'all what we sipping on today. So what oh. we sipping on is Corbel. Corbel, California. Champagne. Champagne. Brut. Brut. I got it from Walmart. <laughs> while it were, while it were, while it were. It's supposed to be a mimosa child, but Mia. Sorry. Girl, that's a drop of champagne. With some, I'm just drinking at the bottle. Yeah, same. I put too much juice. It's nasty, right? Oh, girl, no. That shit, uh, bubbly. Ooh. It's, like it's brut. Soda. Brut. It's brew for real. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> okay. Let's start with our dubs and ills of the week. So, I guess I'll start off first. So, my win of the week is I have three brand deals, very big brand deals that's in the works currently. So, I'm very, very, very excited about that because they're like, there's some like, bigger ish it's just like things i never thought that i would work with before mm-hmm. honestly until but so shout out to my manager for getting things done for me but annalise and alana but hey, um hey annalise <laughs> <laughs> hang girl guess the sponsors on this again but uh <laughs> hang on but uh yeah so i have like three that's in the works right now that's they're good. like they're i'm not gonna say they're 100 confirmed but they're pretty much there just working out those minor details yeah. things like that but i'm excited good my l congratulations thank you my l dallas uh is a bird pooped on my window and <laughs> so my dumb ass so i went into the store that asked for like five minutes mm-hmm. i came back out and i could tell that it was like it just happened so in my head i'm like oh it was like only on my window so mm-hmm. i let like the window down thinking it was but it kind of just made it worse it spread it and i Ew. was like bird poop is absolutely disgusting no i went to, i was at a walmart and it was giving uh what's that movie with them birds called uh god i forgot what it's called the bird movie for the attack no, people no it was another oh, one i was thinking of but i know what you're talking about though but it was a bunch of them i was like i'm disgusted when you see like birds in the parking lot it was a bunch of them they was on everybody car just big chilling big but they was parking lot pimpings <laughs> i was just like Ugh. but that was my ill of the week so unhappy about that so my win is so bands and brunch is saturday we had a really really great turnout really yes. thankful for everybody that showed up and thankful for my team we did great i feel like our energy was super high mm-hmm. shout out to matthew for uh making our video which i'm posting soon our video is great like yeah, it literally he shows he was bomb. like the vision that we had. So it's because like, we didn't really tell him. And he just came kind of came in and shot and mm-hmm. they edited everything. So the way he edited everything is just like, this is literally what I envisioned. So I'm super, super happy about that. 
my lost. Okay, so I wanted to get some wine the other night, <laughs> right? And so I could not find my. I had my debit card in my backpack, but I couldn't find my whole wallet. Uh-huh. So I'm like going crazy in my back. I'm like at the store in the park because I know they they ID me. I look young, mm-hmm. so I was like, I because I was at all these. I didn't know if I want to go to all these specs or the gas station, but I knew like the gas station probably wouldn't ID me, but the other ones they would. So I I know like I looked for my ID for five minutes, couldn't find it. Why was it in my notebook? Like it was in this. Oh, the wow, whole that's time. Random. So I'm like freaking out because I'm like, where is my whole wallet? Did someone steal it in my car? But I was like, maybe that was the Lord saying you don't need no wine tonight. <laughs> he said, stop it. Because I just went home. I was like, I'm not even finna go in a gas station and try to get some wine or like yeah and they try to ID you yes. and they're like uh-uh like you're a child time. yeah I definitely understand that's gonna it. piss me off even more so I just went home and went to sleep <laughs> well I'm glad you found it though yes I found it it's always the most random places that like the IDs and and the I swear I was yet. shaking this little thing nothing came out so when I found it in it I was like why <laughs> but oh well well um, happy Not about bands and brunch though. Yes, so y'all need to coming. go check her out on Instagram, Mode About Mia, because the videos is gonna be on yeah, there. Uh, I'll probably post it tomorrow, yep. Friday. So by the time you hear yeah. this, it'll already be posted. But y'all should go check it out. It was lit it was and it lit. was fun. Okay, let's move on to our song that we vibe into. Oh, yeah, I'll go first. So oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've been on TikTok a lot, so this song, y'all, y'all, when y'all hear, y'all gonna know. Hold on. Let me make sure I get mine out. All right. I'm in disbelief. This bitch got me paying a rent, paying for trips, diamonds on her neck, diamonds on her wrist. And here I am all alone. I'm so cold, I'm so cold. You got me out here. All right. Hey, I me. love Bruno Mars. He was so smooth on that. But that particular part, like this, <laughs> that is on TikTok. That's going viral right right now. It's going, it's going viral everywhere. She finna bring me the chords. All right, so this song, <laughs> <laughs> you got it, you got it. Okay, <laughs> we passing chords. So this song passing here the is an older song. By the way, every song is not like something new. It's just like... Something we feeling. Uh, yeah, something we feeling in our faves. Yeah, whatever. I've been singing, saying that whole line in the back of my head. But um, this is one of Mia's favorite songs, actually. Mine? Yep. Okay. <laughs> so, I'll play it for y'all. Let me turn it down. I want it busting in y'all ears. Oh, Yeah. I'm exquisite, no cheap shit. Ahead of these bitches, I leave shit. Making it pop on some free shit. You bring it to me, you know I'ma make a bag and make it twerk, twerk, twerk. Make that bitch jump, you know I'ma make a bag and make it twerk, twerk, twerk. Make that bitch jump. I'm at Papa Dose seafood. <laughs> Racks in my pocket and a big tube. The shit that no rock and get rid on the bottom. Hope these are no cheap shoes. I really be. Okay, so that's Make a that's Bag. That's a girls' night anthem. Yes, love that song. So that's Make a Bag by Miss. Uh, Megan Thee Stallion featuring Moneybag Yo before the <coughs> whole relationship thing or whatever. But this is on the Tina Snow uh, mixtape. Mixtape. I'm still say album because it was giving album. It was giving album, but the best project that she has ever put I out. I forgot to say the name of my song, "Smoking Out the Window" by Bruno Mars and Anderson Park. Pack, pack. 
Nerd. <laughs> Park. I know you don't listen to him. <laughs> I listen to Bruno Mars. The Anderson people. Um, the, that's a one person. person. I was confused because on the videos, it'd be a whole group of them. I don't know. Mm. I'm sorry. Uh, like, Anderson Pack. I don't listen to him well, like that, but I know who he is, though. But it's like a band or something. That's, that's what I him. thought that was. They were all called the Sonic. Anderson Pack. No. Oh, no, no, no. Anderson Pack is one person. Uh, but they're like the Silk super Sonic. Six, yeah, Silk okay. Sonic is like they post the thing gotcha, together, gotcha, you know. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, moving on to movie TV show of the week. So, mine is Legacies. Oh, yeah. So, Legacies. I don't know if y'all watch Vampire Diaries, but me and Mia love vampire diaries and i love the originals even mm-hmm. more so you know you got vampire diaries the and then the spinoff is the originals and then the other spinoff of that is legacies so right now legacies just put their third season on um I was netflix. Say instagram <laughs> <laughs> netflix and um yeah but you finished it already i'm i'm damn near done i'm towards the mm-hmm. end but been watching legacies i love the whole vampire diaries series uh, yeah it's obviously the the best one out of the whole the series, the originals. It has the best storyline. They have a lot of culture. Yeah, it, and it had way more black, black people, people in, in there it, too. Yeah. But on this season of Legacies, they do have more black people yeah, in there they too. Do. So it's like every season they're adding more like... Even I feel better like with I, diversity. Diversity, yeah. So it's just kind of like... I've noticed that as well. But good storyline. Mm-hmm. I love that... They it's kinda, like sci-fi fantasy. Yeah. Vampire real. Yeah, and it's not too much of the... Gory stuff. Yeah, the, yeah too much. It's like... It's subtle. It's yeah. it's definitely more subtle than uh like the originals yeah. and Vampire Diaries. It's a little bit more. It's very much not. I want to say kid teenage friendly. It's giving because they do cuss a little bit, but I mean teenagers cuss. Yeah, that's true. They do do a little cussing, but it's less like hectic, I guess, than the other ones. But very age appropriate. Yeah. So yeah, for like who the actors are supposed yeah. to be their age group, but legacies but before you watch legacy you gotta watch the, the originals you before have you to. watch the original you gotta watch vampire yeah. diaries if so. you do want to skip skip vampire diaries <laughs> Low you, key, could because you could skip vampire diaries but it's just like if you're gonna watch all of it you, you might as well watch the whole thing but you could really low-key skip the last two seasons of yeah. vampire diaries because it was unnecessary well i will say i won't say that because on legacies they kind of tie in that last season of Vampire yeah, Diaries a with, lot. Yeah, with that episode with the musical and stuff like that. When they were showing it's the story. with um them passing away and stuff. Yeah, so, yeah. I get what you're saying, but you can still skip the last season. Child just read it on Wikipedia. But yeah, that's my show of the week. That one? Uh, I guess I will say The Housewives of Potomac. That's something mm-hmm. that I liked. I love my housewife shows, specifically the ones with the the black people, you know, the black women. I've been watching it. It's a lot of if you, I watch it more when I'm like need something to play in the background. You know, it's some yeah. mess and drama, funny stuff. They kind of shade each other a lot, so like the jokes be funny. Yeah. So I'll say who's in that show. one? Um, no one that you know. Okay, because so I'm not say, even gonna go. There's the one with like everybody knows that's, like Atlanta, right? That's Atlanta. Okay. Yeah. So Potomac is like an area close to DC. Um, I've just, never really watched like. Uh, Real Housewives series or anything like yeah. that. I never really watched it deeply. I will like tune into it kind of half assed, but like you said, yeah. it's kind of like background yeah, noise. So I never was deeply paying attention to it. They're basically like rich people who, yeah. I mean, most of them are married or divorced. Mm-hmm. Some of them are single, but they like, they're, they're friends. Mm-hmm. And so they just kind of have like drama as a friend group, which I cannot, they're way older than us. So I don't understand all the drama that Same. they have. We don't. Our friend group doesn't do that, but it's kind of like them just Literally. like working out their issues, but it's weird because they work it out as a group. 
So they'll literally all like, you know how we all go to dinner, we all go out. Mm-hmm. Let's say two of us had an issue, like it would be have to be fixed in front of the cameras when we're all out for dinner. So sometimes stuff gets heated. And yeah. then also with the whole like the confessionals, they talk shit about each other in the confessionals. So mm-hmm. it's like you see stuff after it airs. So they kind of argue about stuff from the previous season. Um, because okay, it's like, hey, like I saw, I saw what you said, but it's just at the time you didn't know she was saying yeah. it. So that's kind of what it is. It's, it could be entertaining. I'll see, I'll see, I'll see. All right. Let's move on to some black, black excellence. excellence. All right. Um, I guess I'll start off. Yeah, you can go first. So I'm actually wearing the business that I'm going to be promoting today. So my black business today for black excellence is Miss Simone Protective Styles. Simone, S-Y-M-O-N-E, Protective Styles on Instagram. So she is like, a loctician basically like she her expertise is in locks whether it's you know your hair or extensions or whatever so y'all know i've been getting my locks lately and this is who is by i love going to her because not i mean she does a great job don't get me wrong because these is about a month and a half now and they look great but um mostly she take my care of my hair like i don't be having a bunch of hair falling out my hair grows a lot when she when I go get my hair done by her. So um she's located in the Dallas area off of Greenville. No, not Greenville. Gaston. It's like in the uptownish area, I guess you can say. But um I think she told me she might be moving to Duncanville, which is basically like little suburbs right outside of Dallas. But y'all go check out Miss Simone Protective Style. She gonna get you locked up. She be she, booked and busy. She the do. first time she did your hair, I immediately tried to book with her. This was this is last year for the whole year. Yeah, she's she be booked and busy. So like whenever she you gotta follow her because yeah, whenever you, she announced like, hey, yes, I'm, I'm putting my calendar up. People, you, you, because she's I'm not gonna lie, she's bombing what she does. So last just month, like tried to book. So I was waiting for the post and I was. Like, not on Instagram, so mm-hmm. I was late. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to see if she got anything. Ciao. It was close. This is like one day, one night, day of her posting, like, hey, my books are open. It'd be she close. be booked up. So y'all got to hop on yeah, that train. She's good. So. She's good. But, yeah, Simone Protect the Styles. And, of course, she is a super nice person. We always have great conversations. She has cute little family and stuff like that, too. But, um, yeah, Simone Protect the Styles. Go check her out. She gonna get that hair locked up. And if you want to lock your actual real hair, she can do that too. So she just like expertise and all the lock stuff. So y'all go check out my girl. All right. So my black business is Dream Performance, which is if you don't know, it's the gym that I work out. So work out work at work out at and <laughs> so it's located on the east side of Fort Worth on in Meadowbrook, the neighborhood which is where I grew up. So I feel like that's one of the main reasons why I love working there because I'm literally working in my community. So um, at Dream Performance, we uh, offer group fitness. It's more of like a boot camp style as well as boxing and personal training. My favorite thing about working here is it's definitely a family atmosphere. Like you you feel like you're literally working out with your family. Um, affordable prices, um, so if you do want to try it out, you can. We offer free week passes. So we'll drop, I'll drop the link in the show notes. So you'll click on the link and just sign the forms. And then you'll also see a picture of our group 
fitness schedule. So we train Monday through Friday. We have morning classes at 5 a.m. and evening classes at 6.30 and 7.30, just depending on the day. So you'll be able to see that full schedule. We do strength classes, cardio classes. You'll literally see exactly what time and day and what type of class it is. But whenever you fill out that inf- your information, you're able to access a free week of all those classes. So it's it's a good it's a good investment, honestly. Like if, if we talked about this last week, like investing in your health. So if you are looking for a gym home and you want that family group fitness type of feel, um, we could possibly be the gym for you. So go ahead and click on that link that will be in the show notes and put your information. And then Coach James, hey. He will most likely reach out to you um, just to kind of invite you in and see when you want to come into what class. Okay. Mm-hmm. And if you do sign up, make sure you put I told you. Okay. Because that's important. That's important. Who recommended y'all? What about me? Yes. Say me or recommended you. And so if you do that, then he'll let me know. And I actually will get your phone number and I can text you and we can talk more. All right. All great right. performance. All right. Let's move on to. Getting molded by me, or so yes, let's my get segment. <laughs> okay, so I hope y'all enjoyed what I told y'all last week. So we're kind of following up, you know, like I was saying last week, it's the new year, we're all trying to get back in the gym. If you haven't, or like get more consistent, but I'm gonna just give y'all five do's and don'ts when working out at the gym. So these tips are more for your gyms, like if you're going to like a fitness connection, a planet fitness. Uh, LA Fitness goes gym like a gym like that like a I call those like the corporate gyms mm-hmm. so you kind of like you know on your own checking in go out on your own all right ready let's get it so if you have anything you want to chime in of course go for it okay all right so number one is not warming up at all or not warming up enough okay so warm up is basically prepping your body for exercise it's important that you do that all the way through because <laughs> Really, when you have a really great warm up, it's going to have you just be able to work at the best effort that you possibly can. So you're going to be able to maximize full range of motion, full strength, full endurance versus if you don't warm up enough. OK, mm-hmm. so an in- inadequate warm up can also cause injury. So you don't want to like work out and get injured. When you get injured. It kind of like slows the process of you reaching your fitness goals. So. I'm going to give y'all a few tips on how to make sure your warm-up is effective. First, you want your warm-up to be about 10 minutes. Um, You want to make sure your warm-up is a dynamic warm-up. So when I say dynamic, I mean like you're moving. These exercises are going to be like stretching you like the full range of motion. I'm going to give y'all examples. So walking lunges, squats, squat jumps, some quad pulls, some inchworms. If you don't know what that is, you can Google it. Uh, mm-hmm. But like push-ups, leg swings, high knees, butt kicks, like stuff that's actually getting you moving versus a static stretch is like kind of you sitting or standing and stretching. So like a hamstring stretch, mm-hmm. like a quad stretch, something like that. So make sure that your warm-up is dynamic. Yeah, I was just telling Mia how I I usually do both, mm-hmm. but I just like the last it's couple okay of to weeks— do both. Yeah, but I just feel like I feel like I was awkwardly overstretching mm-hmm. a little bit too. But I think it's just like me trying to like my hamstring. I know it's kind of like weird from track or whatever. But um, I switched to just pretty much dynamic, and I feel like I felt more like warm. like warm uh, warmed up because it's like I would do dynamic and then I would kind of sit down to yeah. kind of like stretch. You want to sweat a little bit. Yeah, exactly. So it's just kind of like get on the treadmill for like ten minutes, doing some intervals or whatever, and then 
go doing some dynamic, you know, squads. Um, the the thing that I forgot what they call, but yeah. So if you need more assistance with that, I mean, you can always DM me on Instagram and I can send you some stuff. But if you just literally Google dynamic warm up, there's going to be plenty of like YouTube videos and pictures that pop up to give you a better uh, like view of what that is. Like if you're going to be lifting heavy, let's say you're doing a heavy back squat day, you know, make sure you're warming up with the barbell. Mm-hmm. You're doing bench press with the barbell, making sure like before you add weight on that barbell that you're actually warming up with the barbell. Uh, try to keep your warm up very similar to what you're doing. So let's say if you're doing a chest day, make sure you're doing putting a lot of chest, uh, dynamic chest exercises, mm-hmm. warm up exercises in your warm up. So that could be like arm swings, push ups, stuff like that. All right. Number two is failing to have a plan. Do not walk around in the gym with no workout plan. When I used to work at Planet Fitness, I would notice that a lot, like since I was a trainer, that people would come to me and like, you know, ask me for help. But they were just like, for months, I've literally came in here and just kind of walked around and then copied people or just Mm -hmm. did random machines that I saw that were available. You really don't want to do that because... How are you going to reach your goal if you're like, there's no strategy behind it? So Just make sure. Just willy nilly. Yes, make sure you have a plan. So, like I t- said last week, invest in a trainer. Like, there are plenty of online trainers. I am one. My online clients know exactly what they're doing before they go to the gym. They even know what equipment they're using, you know? So, mm-hmm. just make sure you have a plan. Even if you, like, Bev is the type of um, person or her fitness journey, by now, like, she can make her own workout. So, if she wants to do like a leg day, she knows what she can do, but she's going to plan it before she goes. She don't ha- she doesn't have a trainer, you know, because she's well off her fitness journey. Yeah. Um. So even but even you- then, a lot of the stuff that I go in there and I do, it's literally like mashups of stuff that you and Bria yeah. have put like together. So it's just yeah. kind of like combining. But like I said, I don't necessarily like ask you anymore. Like, hey, yeah. one, two, three, four, you know, because just like you've mm-hmm. gotten to that point. But I still do literally yeah damn near everything that you yeah and if me, you so. don't want a trainer you can always google stuff you know try mm-hmm. to f- do some research on like what's the most effective exercise mm-hmm. for this muscle group if you don't want a trainer but if you are working out at a corporate gym they do have trainers there mm-hmm. at planet fitness the trainers actually come with your membership so you can literally like just fitness go connection too right i'm not sure about fitness connection they i it, I just really be more seeing the classes that they hold there. So if your gym does offer training services, go ahead and talk to the front desk and see Mm -hmm. uh, what they can do for you so you can get some type of guidance in the gym. Okay. Next, number three is not eating enough. Okay. So if you work out and you get hungry during your work, if you get hungry during your warm up, you know (laughs) you did not eat enough. You should not feel hungry. I have had times where I did not eat enough on accident and like I'm warming up. I feel hungry. That's how mm-hmm. I, that's one of my main indicators. I know I did not eat enough. Sometimes it just happens. You get really busy throughout the day and you did eat, but like you had like a busy day. And so you did use that food for energy already, but you didn't plan to. Mm-hmm. So what I would do is one, I always have a snack with you, a grab and go snack. So that's like, like kind of try to do like a little bit of non-perishable so like stuff you can keep in your gym bag so like, with so like granola, granola bars. bars yeah or if you don't want if you it does not have to be a non-perishable so you can do like fruit mm, like yogurt grab one for you, yeah type thing. a shake a smoothie mm-hmm. but something that's if you're on the go something that's like really quick to grab but you don't want to just go on an empty stomach so 
If you don't eat within two hours, a two hour time period before your workout, you need to eat again. So two hours like that max time. So if I ate two hours ago and I go work out, that's fine. But if mm-hmm. I'm eating like I ain't eating three hours, four hours, five hours, you need to get a snack. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a whole meal, but you just need something. So one of my go-tos, if I accidentally don't eat enough, and I thought I did, I get Gatorades. Most gyms have Gatorades oh, yeah, you can buy because they do have sugar mm-hmm. in it and do have carbs in it. So it's like something to kind of like put some uh, sugar in your bloodstream real quick. Um most gyms kind of have granola bars too, they so do. you can always. I, that's one thing. Or I vending do. machines. I keep granola bars. I mean, I usually bring like two. It's most of the time like the chocolate chip peanut mm-hmm. butter type, whatever ones that I know that I will enjoy. So I usually got. I usually keep granola bars like in my car, or in like whatever bag mm-hmm. that I have. Some. Yeah, food is fuel, so you need it. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else you want to add to that one? Nope, just okay. working out when right. you're hungry is trash. It is. <laughs> you feel like you're going to pass out. Yeah, so I know, I've heard of some people like doing fasted cardio. What that mean? So you literally do a, a cardio workout without eating nothing. It's it, supposed to like, supposed to it's supposed to like help you like, I guess, lose weight. Um, I wouldn't recommend. That sounds like you would literally pass, pass out, out doing it. So don't do that. Yeah. Y'all heard Mo All right, it. number four, know. not lifting enough or, like, not doing enough strength training. So when I say strength training, I mean, like, lifting free weights. So dumbbells, barbells, medicine balls, anything that's weighted. Like, most women, when as a fitness professional, come to me and they, I don't want to get bulk. I don't want to get swole, like, so I don't lift a lot. But that won't ha- You have to be trying to bulk to bulk. Like, you have to be, like... <laughs> Your diet has to be a certain way. Like, mm-hmm. you have to be working out a certain way. And I guarantee you, you are not working out that hard to be bulking. Like, I, I promise you, y'all are not. Because it's just like, you, it it's, takes it's, it's science behind that. And it mm-hmm. also happens over time. So, do not be afraid to pick up those weights. Um, You don't want to just do cardio. So, let me explain something real quick on how the body works. So, the best way to reduce fat mass is having a routine that is has cardio so like hit training and strength training you want to do both you just don't want to do one or the other a lot of people end up doing too much cardio it's like a, a, a really big misconception in the fitness industry like to like doing too much cardio like people want to always just do cardio do cardio because mm-hmm. i think that's the main way to, to like lose, lose fat, fat. mass mm-hmm. but you want to do both so this is why so um muscle mass is very important to you like whenever you're on your fitness journey you're trying to lose fat mass your journey should be about you're trying to reduce fat mass, but you're also trying to improve your muscle mass as well. Mm-hmm. So improving your muscle mass does not always mean getting bulky. It just means literally strengthening the muscles that you have. So the more muscle mass content you have on your body, the more efficient your metabolism will be. Right. So metabolism just means the rate that you break down food. So whenever mm-hmm. you eat, you do want that food to break down fast as possible and like store uh for store as energy as fast as possible right so when the more fat mass that you have the you're the more prone like your metabolism is going to be slow when your metabolism is slow you break down food slow and most likely that food is going to be stored as fat mm-hmm. and not necessarily used as energy especially if you don't really work out a lot so please try to lift weights you want to reduce your body fat and increase that muscle mass that muscle mass is going to be very, very important to your finish journey. If you don't do that, 
let's say you just have a program where all you do is cardio. I mean, you you are going to lose fat, but you're not going to have strong muscles. Mm-hmm. You kind of can get the appearance of like a a slim fat. So it's like you're you are losing weight, you're slimming up, but you have no muscle tone, um, and it's kind of like a literally like a slim. It's called slim fat or skinny fat in the uh, yeah, fitness industry, okay. and there's nothing wrong with that appearance, but you still want more muscle mass, mass mm-hmm. content so your metabolism can be improved. Basically, so the more muscle you have, yeah, I think that is something that you hear a lot from women. Is you don't want to look strong, you or you yeah. don't want to look too like manly yeah, you, you know won't. whatever and it's just like like you said it take a lot, lot of, effort. of effort for the the girls that you see that's like swole they have they work they have diets they, they have, have coaches yeah they they're on a specific they want they wanted to look that way on purpose you mm-hmm. going in there and lifting ways you are not, not gonna look like on them, accident no one books on accident yeah like you're because you have to like eat a certain amount of like mm-hmm. calorie surplus and stuff like yeah. that and booking is hard i've tried it and i did a little bit and booking takes like it, takes, it, it takes effort to get like that so it's just kind of like you're not gonna look like those girls i promise they worked for that <laughs> yes they did so the moral of the story is especially for women i'm really stressing this do not be afraid to live weights do not be afraid to be strong and go in like i do it all the time i used to be scared though <laughs> whenever i first started lifting was really more of like college track I was was scared. I did not want to like, remember how we would be about our arms. Like we don't want our arms to be be like, you know, but Mm. now I don't care. It's like at all. I need the arms back. Yeah. (laughs) So don't be afraid of strength training. And don't forget to do arm day too. Yeah. A lot of ladies, I know we want to grow the glutes, but a lot of women focus on that. Focus on your upper body too. You don't want, you know, you know, you toned and then you got lanky. Stallion legs, <laughs> but lanky arms. arms or your yeah. arms is like, mur, mur, mur. somebody, you know, you got to pull up your yes. own weight. So you want a well-rounded uh, routine where you're doing some cardio and you're also doing strength training that's targeting all your muscle groups, not mm-hmm. just one. Not just the ones that you care about the most. Yeah. So we all love a good leg day, but mm-hmm. that's to get that upper body too. Yes. All right. So number five is using incorrect form. So mm. this can be tricky to get around because it's like, how the hell am I supposed to know that I'm doing this wrong? Right. So um, one, you don't want to have incorrect form because it's going to, it can lead to injury. Yep. Especially as you get stronger and you start adding more weight to an exercise. And if you keep doing it wrong, you possibly could be straining muscles and joints, right? Mm-hmm. Also, it can make exercises become less effective. So let's say I'm doing, I'm doing a squat. Cause we, t- we it's mostly when we listen to the show, you know, y'all want to build the booties. That's the, mm. I'm doing a squat, but I'm not even getting full depth. Therefore, I'm not using, you know, my the targeted muscles. Yeah, I'm not using that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm getting this work, but it could be more effective. You could be getting actually more stronger if you were doing it right, because you would be strengthening, right? You know, so because I remember when I went to that class thing with you, yeah. you tell me my squat. You was like, I was like. My chest was like, oh, I forgot Maybe what you told me. In. Yeah, and I was I needed to be more like upright. Yeah, yeah, upright with it. And it's like that stuck with me to this day. So I be like making yeah. sure because you were it and it actually hurts yeah, when you, you do the form. Yourself. Like if you do like a deadlift, you like do it around the rounded versus, back, like, yeah. This, that it literally hurts. And it's like you straining your back when you're really supposed to be using mm-hmm. your legs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's like you using the wrong body part. So some tips to help you correct your form, YouTube videos. Like I said, you mm-hmm. should already have a plan, right? So if you know what you're gonna do. Whether you have a trainer, hopefully if you do have a trainer, like I give my clients videos so they know mm-hmm. how to do it. 
if you don't have a trainer or if your trainer did not give you videos, one, ask them, give nope. me some videos. Two, just YouTube videos. And uh, before you get to the gym, you know, look at those videos so you can know what your form is supposed to be like. Even take your phone in there, you know, and watch the videos kind of as you work out. The first few times, you know, doing that whatever exercise to make sure you're doing it right. You can also record yourself. So if you have a gym buddy, you know, have that person record you mm-hmm. so you can actually go back and look at your form at a later day. Get a tripod, record yourself, or you can watch yourself in the mirror as well if you need to, or just get a trainer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, the having somebody record really does help. Yeah. Because it's like, like I said, sometimes you really don't notice, or you could be doing something that's slightly yeah. a little bit, like you said, it's not... 100% wrong but you could, could be getting more it. work you could fix it yeah a it's bit. like it, yeah. Could, it could be better and you could be getting more work and really hitting mm-hmm. them areas so it's like a couple of things that like i've noticed or like you know you watch a video or something like oh yeah. well, i didn't realize i was doing you know this yeah. and don't don't be afraid to get it wrong don't yeah. it's not a big it's a big deal but not a big deal like not a big deal for you to beat yourself up just make sure you're doing the things that you need to do so you can make sure mm-hmm. that you are lifting correctly even sometimes i do stuff wrong you know i work out with a group of people so yeah. i have somebody like actually what hey you think i'm doing this right can you show me that again like mm-hmm. if because there's a lot of exercises in the world that i haven't done before and if i do it i feel unsure yeah, so so. i've been an athlete i was an it's athlete okay. for the longest and it's there'll be stuff that i'll be literally it's, not getting yeah. it right either i I'll just like, improved my deadlift this year mm-hmm. like the last few months it has mm-hmm. gotten better and I was doing stuff wrong. I didn't know until someone told me like, hey, mm-hmm. you should do this. You should do that. And once I fixed it, I'm like, wow, I'm actually able to lift way more because I'm not straining. And I actually like when I feel confident because I know I'm doing I know mm-hmm. my form is right. But I'm able to actually literally use the full capacity of my strength mm-hmm. because I'm my form is right. So that's why form is important. You really want you don't want to go to the gym and do stuff wrong. Hurt yourself. Hurt yourself or, you know, make those exercises less effective. So yes. those are my don'ts, okay? So I'm going to recap. Number one was not warming up at all or not warming up enough. So make sure we're doing dynamic warm-ups. Um, number two was failing to have a plan. So make sure y'all have a call-to-action plan. Know what you're doing in the gym before you pull up. Number three is not eating enough. So if you have not eaten within two hours of your training time, you do know you need a pre-workout snack. Number four is not lifting enough and not in uh, not doing enough strength training. And then number five is using incorrect form. Those awesome. are my don'ts. So my do's, super quick. So one, please rack your weights and wipe the equipment down. Um, one thing I've noticed when I used to work out in like the corporate gyms, honestly, mostly men do that. Like really strong men, strongest men in the gym. Don't be racking their waist back. Yeah, you be having to pull so, off four forty five yes. uh, plates, and you like, damn, it's this so a workout itself. It's just like if you was trying to be big dog, you know, lifting all this. Yeah, put your shit back, but put please. it back. That was kind of a tangent. I just need to get if you a man and you know you do that, don't do that. It's heavy, and then people like us gotta unrack it. Yeah. I gotta use energy to unrack that. We are small, okay. We're I don't supposed to be that. taking all that off. That's your job. So yeah, mm, just make sure y'all are racking. Uh, don't be that guy that doesn't rack their weights. You're not back. that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Please wipe your equipment down, especially because of the COVID stuff. Mm-hmm. Like wipe it down. Just Even in if, general, nobody wants your sweat. I love literally, literally, <laughs> wipe it down. Most gyms should have sanitizer and like some type of disinfectant spray mm-hmm. and napkins. If they don't, then call their corporate. <laughs> <laughs> Report them because that, at that's this disgusting. time and age, that's a must. Yeah. 
All right. Number two, bring a towel to wipe that sweat off. I hate when I forget my towel. <laughs> Or I don't have no napkin or nothing like. Especially if you know you a sweater. Yes, I'm a sweater. So p- please bring a towel, you know, mm-hmm. to dab your head. Uh, wipe that sweat off. Um, ladies wear headbands. That's mm. kind of like a side note thing, especially like the satin ones or the like. You know those sweat, those yeah. ones that are for exercise. That's really going to help one keep sweat from your head and your scalp rolling to your face, causing yeah. you to possibly break out. And also sweat in your eyes. I forgot to wear a headband yesterday. Oh my gosh, sweat in your eyes. My is, eyes, shit burns. and I have my lashes done, so I feel like some of the, um, like I guess the glue from the, the lash. Oh man, it was in my eye. Ooh. I thought I was gonna go blind. I was like, <laughs> it sucks. So wear a headband. Number three, headphones. You need those. Get them. Gotta get in the zone. Get, bring your headphones. Make sure they charged if they're Bluetooth. Mm-hmm. create a fire playlist as well yeah get you, you a know? good playlist it, like a good playlist really get you really like get through you that going. workout boom doom, 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 doom. and number four a do is get a gym tour if you have oh, not yeah. get a gym tour especially when you first signed up do not be afraid to ask questions uh, to those people that work there i feel like once you get a gym tour you're gonna be so com- more comfortable in the gym you're gonna know where everything is so whenever you do Make your plan for your workouts. You actually know where the equipment is that you need. So Ain't make sure more awkward than walking around. Walking around. And you don't know where you. I arrived at Fence Connection one day. I should have asked for a tour, but I didn't. And I'm like, you know what? I just went to the desk. I was like, I need help. Like I'm tired of walking around aimlessly, wasting time. Like show me where this is. That is. So even if you are a seasoned in your fitness mm-hmm. journey, it's okay to ask for a tour because at the end of the day, you don't know where everything is. Sometimes Especially when going to. Fitness connection is usually big and have mm-hmm. a lot of stuff. So definitely stuff like that. It's okay a tour definitely do. helps out a lot. It will. And then my last point for your dues, claim your space, ladies. <laughs> so you might have times where somebody try to kind of steal your stuff, steal your space, claim it. This is how I claim my space. So this is why it's very important to know what you're going to do. We know what mm-hmm. you're going to do. You can gather that equipment. Usually when I would work out at Fitness Connection, I would gather my space if i did an upper body day gather it at a well just depending on the workout gather it at a like rack or like get a bench and like i'm sitting everything i need by that bench if i'm at the um the platform with the rack i'm sitting everything i need for my whole entire workout at that rack that way you don't have to walk off from your station to go grab something else because i'm telling you it's five seconds after you walk off somebody will try to take your especially going at a busy time of the yes. day they, they waiting on they you, waiting. you to move yeah I remember this one time I forgot something. This is what I'm telling you, claim your space. I had to go back and get it. I'm talking about two seconds after I turn around. My meanwhile, my whole tripod, whole phone, whole towel is over mm. there on my rack. This dude's trying to yeah. lift. I said, Sir, I'm mm-hmm. here. He was like, What? I'm here. This is mine. <laughs> He's like, Oh, I didn't know. Like, how do you not see this big ass tripod? <laughs> <ugly>. Move. <laughs> big head. You gotta you gotta be you gotta be aggressive with it. Just a little bit. Just a little bit because they got to really know you serious. This mine. Because they will snatch they up will your spot. They will snatch it up. So claim your space. So that's why it's important for you to know where, like what you're doing so you can kind of get that equipment that you need and go in the area in the gym and claim it and just literally work out right there in that area. Um, it's okay to like walk around sometimes and like if you're doing supersets, yeah. but just know that while, while you're working over here, um, Someone can literally mm-hmm. take what you're doing for your super saying you don't want to be interrupted during your workout. That's one of my pet peeves. So, Damn. yeah. It's annoying. 
So I'm going to recap my do's. One, make sure you're racking your weights and wiping your equipment down. Two, bring a towel and or headband. Um, three, bring some headphones. Remember that fire playlist as well. Four, get a gym tour when you sign up. If you come to the gym and you know you're confused, even though you've been a member there for a while, just ask them for a tour. Get a tour. Five, claim your space. Claim your space, ladies. Yes. And that wraps up my segment. All right. Thank you, Miss Melda by Man. Mm-hmm. Enjoyed having you here today. No, I was kidding. <laughs> okay. So now it is mental health as well with Beverly Coleman. All right. Mm-hmm. So today I left my notes. So I'm on my phone. Sorry, y'all. I left my whole laptop at home. So now I got to okay. get on my phone, which I'm annoyed by. So today, um, what I want to touch on is something that we all. Whether you know a name for it or not or whatever, it's something that we all pretty much have experienced, which is imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. So it can also be called perceived fraudulence, which um, basically is the feelings of self-doubt and personal incompetence that persist despite your education, experience, and uh, accomplishments. To counter these feelings, you might end up working harder and holding yourself to even higher standards, which turns into perfectionism. So a lot of people who... Our perfectionists or, you know, borderline for perfectionists deal with imposter syndrome. And basically, they kind of go hand in hand because perfection, perfectionists set excessively high goals for themselves. And when they fail to reach a goal, they experience major self-doubt That's me. and worry about measuring up. That's me. And, um, yeah. So with imposter syndrome, basically, you're doubting yourself and mm-hmm. you you have these skills you have the education. Capable. You are 100% capable, but you are definitely doubting yourself and getting into your own head. And like I said, it turns into perfectionism because you think everything has to be perfect and you have to get everything right. And when mm-hmm. you don't, it's like, oh, I'm a failure or I'm not the person that I claim to be or people see me as or things like that. So I feel like the first time I probably because like I feel like I recognize ooh, imposter syndrome was when I was in grad school and I had an internship where I had to teach because I told you I'm my degrees in teaching mm-hmm. a college site so I was teaching um like senior level uh what is this class called like a capstone capstone class? like capstone psychology class which is basically like you know they're ending class they're doing their big research pro- uh projects their big papers and I feel like Whenever I used to teach in front of the class, mm-hmm. I used to freeze up. And I feel like that's when the imposter syndrome, I feel like I know all this material. I have a whole degree in it. I'm getting a second degree in it. Like, I know this, but it's like you get in front of these people and I start doubting myself. Or if I can't remember something off the top of my head and I kind of go ahead and look at my notes or, you know, look at the board or whatever like that. And I feel like also another thing with imposter syndrome you feel like people know Mm -hmm. that you are an imposter basically like you kind of get in your head like these people know that i don't know what i'm talking about that i don't know what i'm doing they you know they know that i you know i'm i'm not that girl whatever like that so i feel like i used to be in front of the class like oh they probably think i don't know what i'm talking about or they probably know that i'm freezing up or da 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 and i Felt like I was doubting myself at the beginning. I had to get more comfortable mm-hmm. in it because it's like I knew the material. I just had to get more comfortable with teaching. But um, I feel like that's the first time I ever recognized imposter syndrome. And I feel like we kind of all go through it a little bit in whatever career or skills 
you a singer, dancer, you paint, whatever. We all have had those times with self-doubt where it's just like you had that skill set. You got it. Just doubting yourself because you're giving yourself these unrealistic like expectations, expectations and, pressure. and pressure. So when you don't meet it, you're just like, oh, I'm the worst. And it's like you're literally you're okay, nah. Man. You was just setting some very much unrealistic goals for yourself. So that's something I struggle with too, perfectionism, especially when it comes to my content. Because I feel like when I film something and I edit it and stuff and I feel like it's not perfect or it's not 100% like whatever the vision that I thought mm-hmm. it was going to be, I started doing the self-doubts. I'm really like, you know, maybe I'm not the best content creator and maybe I'm not this and that and that and that. And people are going to know that, you know, this isn't my good work and blah, blah, blah. blah. And it's just kind of like, bro. Relax, but it's kind of like, again, you just expecting so much of yourself that you get into your own head, literally. And you look at yourself as a literal imposter. Like For me, I feel like being an entrepreneur definitely shows. I never experienced it, so I try to, I am am an entrepreneur, you know. Mm -hmm. Can you see how I just did that? Yeah. Imposter. so, (laughs) (laughs) So I am entrepreneur, so getting into this new line of work mm. really showed me that and i never knew what it was shout out to james my mentor at dream performance and so he was like are you perfectionist i literally sent him this a few weeks ago and i never thought i was like no i'm not a perfectionist he's like i think you're perfectionist <laughs> and i'm like after he said that i like i am a well, I was. Yeah. I was a perfectionist. And I didn't even know. I was like literally my own worst enemy. Didn't even know. And I'm just like, it's just like, I like for things to be done the right way, you know? So it's just we are like, own, uh, so we are our own critics. Yeah. The worst critic. Like literally, we harder on ourselves than literally Anymore. anybody out here. So it kind of goes into what we talked about last week as an entrepreneur, your own boss. Like you have to, sometimes you have to be because you answer to no one and it's just yeah. like, you want to be the best. You want to do your best. So mm-hmm. I have to ex- expect the best mm-hmm. from myself. But I feel like my perfectionism starts to fall into like what I expect from other people. Yeah. So I expect the best for my, I expect for me to do the best. So like I expect that from other people. I feel like it's very hard for me to date because like once I don't get what I, mm-hmm. you know, what I think I should whether it's good or bad, you know, I'm like, I don't want to deal with him no more. <laughs> like, just like that, I will cut you off. But it's like, I'm still going to be hard, you know. And, yeah. and that's the, but it's just like not letting that, like, affect my friendships and my family. If my family doesn't do something that I think that they should do or mm-hmm. my friends, I think they should do. Like, not literally getting mad or getting frustrated or irritated. It's just like, maybe they're just not thinking like you. That's okay, yeah. you know. But, like, don't project mm-hmm. that perfectionism onto other people. It's not fair. Yeah. So, yeah. So with imposter syndrome, just remember that one, we all experience it because like I said, we all have moments of Mm self-doubt. But um, remember, you are capable. You are educated. You got this. And even if it's something that you're starting off new as like because me and Mia literally could be feeling I feel like on the first episode, I'm not it may not have been imposter syndrome, but it's just kind of like that. Am I doing this right? Am yeah. I good enough? You know, is this going right? Even you know? today. Yeah. Like, like, I thought that my last, I was kind of thinking that my last segment, but I'm just like, there you go. Yeah, exactly. Just doubting yourself. And yeah. it's like, you know what you know what, what you're, you're talking, talking about. about. You know, so it's just kind of like, remember, you are capable. You got this. And it's just like, we all going to have like little times, you know, where we mm-hmm. you not know, doubt ourselves a little bit. It's like, oh, but it's just like, don't let it 
get to you so much that one you stop liking whatever it is that you're doing that you're because it could be your purpose yeah your passion or whatever it is to where you your self-doubt is so strong that you quit it or you're just Mm -hmm. like i can't do this when you actually literally can so believe in yourself Mm -hmm. you got this that's something that i have to do all the time to myself it's like bro you got this are you sorry burp Mm -hmm. (laughs) but um you're good so it's just like I promise you are capable. So, but yeah, um, imposter syndrome. Of course, you can always hop on good old Google and Google some more if you mm-hmm. um want to. But yeah, I feel so. like the main way to help me through minds is journaling. Oh yeah, for sure. Tracking down um my thoughts, my literal thoughts of what I thought, what I felt. I'll look back at some of my stuff. I'm like, girl. But also, I feel like ways to help it is tracking your successes yeah every little success is a success that helps you realize that you are progressing you are who you know and you know who you are and who you think you are you are that you are that girl so it's just like tracking uh successes well that's something i started doing more of this year was like um journaling and in my planner whatever tracking down my successes because it's like of your goals so when you hit them you're like i did that because i'm hitting things that i wanted to do last year Mm -hmm. so sometimes i forget that when i don't necessarily have what i want right now Mm -hmm. but i'm like but you were you paid for last year so it's just like you will get what you want but it's like it's gonna take time just like what you're maintaining now that took time to get here so just like be okay with where you are it's okay yeah it's just like and then there's always look nobody 100 knows everything yeah. about anything so it's always room to learn so i promise you if you if i'm in a room with another person who's on the same level of me when it comes to education and mm-hmm. psychology i promise you that no one is just like there's not that much yeah. smarter than me or whatever it, it case it's like we both know what we're talking about but it's like if you have a person in the same space as you don't i feel like sometimes if we have people in the same space as us mm-hmm. and you know they have the same credentials experience whatever like that and we kind of like hit imposter syndrome and then it's kind of like oh all these people they know what they're talking about i don't know what i'm Mm -hmm. talking about i'm not as good as them and it's just like no don't like i said don't compare yourself to other people so again you are capable you can do this you know what you're talking about and sometimes we all freeze up we mess up we make a mistake it is what it is like no one is perfect you're not a robot you're a person yeah so literally some imposter syndrome but all right, let's move on. Kind of get through some news of this week. What's so, new? What's new? Okay, so just gonna start off with um something that happened literally yesterday, which was the death of Young Dolph. Is it Young Dolph? Yeah, is Young. Okay, I didn't know if they put like they just call him Dolph or I think they call him both. Yeah, Young okay, Dolph, Dolph. Dolph. But um. Yeah, just the death of him. First of all, when I first seen it on Twitter, I genuinely thought it was fake. When I, I had seen I it, I hoped it was. Yeah, same. I I think I was especially like the circumstances of how. Mm-hmm. But if y'all don't know, um, yesterday, which was what Wednesday the seventeenth, yeah. uh, it was pronounced that Young Dolph he had been shot and killed outside. Of, I forgot the cookie Madeus? place. Madeus, Makita, something, like, something like that. Yeah. Uh, buying like cookies for his mother, and he was like gunned down whatever and he died at the scene um and as most of y'all know he has i think she's his wife or mm-hmm. like super long time girlfriend doesn't matter he has a woman and they have like Children, two beautiful yeah. kids together so um i really feel bad for his family yeah. honestly because it's like if 
from what it seems like, and you just follow if you look at him on social media and stuff, he seemed like he's very involved dad. Family man. Yeah, he's a family man. So it kind of just is really trash to see that happen to somebody like that. And yeah. it's just like now you got two young kids and they dad is gone she's a over single mother. literally a single mother having to deal like having to deal with all this herself yeah. and then just also having probably on her own end to be careful because it ain't no telling what that shooting was about like who the hell knows like yeah. who knows but it's just kind of i do feel it's for like her. worrying if you're safe are you okay? yeah are you, are you safe? safe exactly because they did that shit in broad Body. daylight in like a very public That's area scary because it's just like because i know we I, we saw that i don't know if y'all seen that picture but of the shooters from like mm-hmm. I guess like a surveillance those guns were big and it's just mm-hmm. like the I mean to shoot someone in a public place in broad daylight is so bold scary. and it's bold yeah. it's like you could have accidentally shot anyone which I am innocent, happy that uh, innocent, innocent you know bystander life wasn't taken a worker what if he I don't know if his kids is with him but like what if he had his kids with him yeah or the people that work there They're, like yeah. this is like a community spot and anyone just minding their business you know so it just really like upset me seeing that because it's like I'm not gonna sit here and act like I was just like the biggest fan. The dolphin, yeah, but it's nothing like that. But it's just kind of like it does see uh suck to see something like that, especially because his um wife has like a thing called um something I forgot what's the name of it exactly. It's like um something about black men. A black man deserve to grow old, mm-hmm. and she has like um some type of like I think it's like a like charity organization? thing, an organization. Yeah, organization called Black Men Deserve to Grow Old. So it's just like really trash for her to have something like that and then yeah like her the father really her children hate that this is like, like a part of rap culture honestly yeah, for like the beefed upness and yeah, stuff like that just the constant it's like, just like whatever uh pop pop smoke uh what's his name vaughn x uh x, x, oh yeah mo three like yeah it, it happens just really way sucks. too often it really does you can think all the way back to like being tupac honestly. yeah it just happens way too often in like rap culture and it's not okay at all. Yeah. Like, it's not okay. I hate I hate seeing this stuff because it's almost like normalized at this point. A little bit. Yeah. It is kind of almost normalized. Like, it's just like, damn. You know? And then it's yeah. like, and then people keep on moving. You know? Yeah, so it's literally. just kind of, yeah. So Even just, with Nipsey, too. Oh, yeah. Same thing in his community, mm-hmm. too, because, yeah, because, uh, what was this? In? They was in Memphis? Yeah, they was in Memphis for a dog. So, yeah, yeah, the same thing with Nipsey, too. In his community, at his own shop, just Truly. killed it in broad daylight like that. Like, it's like, what and the just fuck? Just think about how comfortable he probably was. It's like, in the spot, I feel like some, I feel somewhere like you be you all like the time. In danger, let's say you arguing with someone, someone, mm-hmm. like a very hectic, traumatized situation, but you just big chilling. Yeah. You don't even know somebody out to get you, you know, or trying to kill you. Mm-hmm. You don't even have the the chance to defend yourself yeah, just it's really literally doing some cold every- blooded yeah. murder like literally you're just doing some regular everyday shit and whatever but yeah so rest in peace to dog i yes. prayers up to his for family, his family and also the people who was there that day they witnessed the the uh fam i mean the, the owners of the yeah shop and all that shot is not a normal yeah, especially thing, everyday when you thing. have like a yeah. constant customer that yeah. comes in and support your business um definitely that is a really sad situation when i seen it I, like i said i really yeah i really thought it was fake um next we're gonna move into you niggas that's <laughs> throwing shit at my girl rico nasty i'm not here for it at what all. is wrong with y'all first of all not you y'all not even niggas y'all girls no mm-hmm. they're like little scrawny ass white boys that's who threw it at her mm-hmm. at, the, at a at a um 
Uh, was it a Playboy Cardi's? Yes, Playboy. Because you know, like I'm not. I don't think a lot of black people listen to Playboy Cardi Child, like I that. I forgot he was a person. Okay, same. I don't even lie to you. After the in New York got million run. Eight. Yeah, that's, that's the only bop you getting out of me, buddy. <laughs> because oh, oh then he's that? somebody baby, baby daddy. I say baby mama. Iggy, <laughs> Iggy Azalea. That's her baby daddy, and they say he don't even be like really with the kid either. Mm-hmm. But first of all. I love Rico Nasty. Like she, I like she her style. She's Afro very punk. Yes, Afro punk. Like she's, I like yeah. her style. She's very different, and I can appreciate an artist who is different and stand on that, and not yeah. trying to sound like everybody else. So it's like I love Rico Nasty, but um, she was like an opener at a yeah, Playboy Cardi. I, I had seen and, the video, and somebody else, Ken, something Carson. Girl, I don't know who that is. Hmm. I forgot what the Ben Carson. No, Ben Carson is the doctor. <laughs> yeah, Ken Carson? Kid Carson? Ken no, no, no. Not, not that person. I don't know who the hell the other person was. I just know Playboy Cardi. And it was his show, whatever. And you know, she's been opening acting. Basically, like, people been throwing stuff at her, booing her all. And it's just like, what? why? Why? First of all, don't do Rico Nasty because she's she go hard. She's at work. That's like harassing someone at work. It's disrespectful. It's like, why are you It's y'all, so disrespectful. It's a black woman up what there entertaining What if we came your job and threw a water bottle at you? I'm going to be, oh. <laughs> exactly. Uh-huh. He doesn't want to call the police. Going to be big mad, okay? Yeah. So she's literally doing her job, doing what she loves, and y'all throwing stuff. My thing is, if you don't like her music, bro, just sit there. Just sit do a little. Cardi's yeah. coming soon. Yeah. So then he, for his, I <laughs> And then whatever. It's just like, bro, just sit there. It's so unnecessary. Sway, have a conversation with your friend. But why are y'all throwing stuff? Why are y'all mm-hmm. Because I promise y'all booing is not going to make that man come out no faster. No. She has but, a job to do, whether you in here or not. Exactly. Like, there's plenty of shows you go to. And you may not be the biggest fan in the opening. That don't mean you disrespect them. Mm-hmm. Like, what's wrong with y'all? And y'all definitely don't, don't do drunk. Rico. I don't give a shit what they I'm would. Pers- why would you not be scared to throw that at her? She looked like she and would then, beat your ass. Like, vi- that's how she looked. On one of the videos, she jumped down into yeah. the crowd and she was looking for him. And then somebody on Twitter had pointed <laughs> out who it was. They circled it. It was like, there he go right there. <laughs> and it was like, I found him easy. And I was like, get his ass. Yes. But yeah, so first of all, leave Rick on that scene alone because she is that girl. Also, her and Flo Millie just... uh dropped a new song together so I need to listen I, I love me some Flow Millie too they had posted some uh, I guess like the clips or yeah. pictures or whatever yeah because I think there was a music video too mm-hmm. I love Flow Millie too that's my girl but Flo Millie she oh <laughs> but um yeah so don't make me punch you in the face stop disrespecting Rico Nasty because that's my girl and also she don't deserve that she ain't do nothing to y'all she out there literally working. doing her job working, working getting her money and y'all are throwing things at her for what again? Because you're stupid. Okay. Lastly, Ooh. <laughs> this we're gonna we're gonna try to talk about this quickly. Really quick, fast and hurry. It's a mess. Okay, the baby, the what's the name? Danny Lay and yes. the baby mama My one. Mimi right? has been in the chokehold <laughs> of this story. Literally, I did not ask to see any of this. Every I did not want to know any of this. It's just like. Wow, we really just be minding our business as celebrities volunteer. <laughs> oh, y'all want to know something? This is my business. Yeah. Be like, awesome. And then they'll be like, y'all need to stay on y'all. Like, <laughs> we were. The blogs. The blogs. The, y'all love the blogs. <laughs> you submitted you. this shit. It's y'all celebrities sometimes. Y'all be literally doing things. So anyways, yes. My time. 
Timeline has been on chokehold. First of all, the baby head is big as fuck. Let's start there. You big headed ass. We were just You're talking trash. about. He, I don't know if he's a deadbeat. Is he? No. Uh-huh. The one thing about him, he do take care of his kids. He still ain't shit though. Yeah, he's very hella disrespectful. He's yes, he hella disrespectful. First of all, my thing is I saw that with the whole situation, uh, just I guess a rundown of what happened. Yeah. Long story short, y'all know Danny Lay was Danny Lay, Lay right? Yeah. Was pregnant. And of course speculation was the baby was, was the that's father. Her ex and or exactly. Parent, but whatever. apparently she claimed that they had like been together still that whole time. Then he hopped on Instagram live and was courting her while she was feeding her baby and was like, hey, I'm doing this for my safety. Oh, hold on. I'm doing this for my safety. <laughs> for my safety. For my safety. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, doing this for my safety or whatever. And then he was like just talking shit. And of course, she's like, get the camera out of my face. And then it was just like a whole bunch of back and forth on Instagram. He was saying she was like a sachi. And she was saying she had nowhere to go. And it was like arguing on, uh, yeah. I'm going to say FaceTime. That's what it felt like, child. Like they called you. It was like, mama, <laughs> she did this. But um, on Instagram Live, and then it was a bunch of back and forth. Yes. But they were saying, and For, she claimed that they had been together. Yeah. And they was living together. together yeah. And he like randomly was trying to kick, kick her, her out, out or something. She was like, so he can fuck on hoes. And she bought him like a plan B. Oh, yeah, because she was like, he basically be reckless, I guess, with uh, the sex. Yeah. And she was see. like, he be like nutting her and stuff all the time, but he like be still fucking on hoes mm-hmm. and whatever. So it's just like, first For of me, all. I feel like he trying to go on live and him embarrass her. But the only embarrassing thing about the situation is him. You're embarrassing, You're nigga. Like, I would be like. Are you not embarrassed? <laughs> by it's your own action. Just like, it really defeated the purpose of you trying to go on live and say she's a side like. We all saw you post her. We all saw you make a song about her. We all saw y'all like literally you saying that was your girlfriend. I'm in confusion. And we supposed to be like, oh, yeah, huh? Yeah, she is. No. She is not, no. We, like I said, y'all tell us y'all's business. We saw y'all was together. You, damn fool. you yeah. fool. Yeah, it's just like no one believes you talking about your exactly. side chick. You're and if you stupid. believe him, stupid. you are because <laughs> we saw y'all together. We saw y'all's whole relationship in the public eye like so who are you really preaching to yourself at this point because we all saw y'all together i don't believe you at all she literally had your child for a reason she just didn't have it because she felt like it yeah that was your like, girlfriend that was you know your, what i'm saying that was your whole girlfriend like stop stunting yeah stop the cap my thing that i was thinking about was apparently there were some assault charges that was put on her apparently. i saw that first of all the baby the last person put assault you know he, how he be knocking he niggas out for no reason off people Bro, this nigga go to a concert. You touch me, pop. You just pop, 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 Literally. pop. Like he be just hitting on people. You know how many times? It's like every couple of months, this nigga is on the shade room or something because he don't pop. Yeah, he don't punching somebody. You little man syndrome for real. So it's just like him having the nerve to act like he gon. You should be in jail by he now. All this assault charges his, you probably that got. His child don't grow up and see this, right? And hate him. Because it's just like when Imagine I was, seeing how A nigga treating your mama When you're like, three months Yeah like So that whole situation With like it's And like then it. his first baby mama Got on Instagram And was Giving a statement Girl what the we fuck did, Once again We did not ask <laughs> We didn't ask to hear from you You the last person And then in the statement She said a bunch of nothing Let so, us know my <laughs> thing This My thing was I was like What is wrong with y'all So she was trying to say Cause I saw it in the shade room But I scrolled Cause I don't give a fuck I ain't trying to hear this <laughs> shit But you know Like I said Things are literally forced 
<laughs> in our brains. <laughs> so I was on TikTok and um, I didn't realize this is what I was watching until I was done. <laughs> you know how fast TikToks are. So the TikTok was like uh, a clip of that of her saying that people be putting spells on people, right? Spells? Spells. So then Danny has a song and then in the song she says, I'll put a spell on you like voodoo. So some random person on the internet connected with the baby <laughs> mama said and then the song lyric said, see? she put a spell on him and he just uh got out of it that's why he was acting like that i was like y'all will give these conspiracy (laughs) just y'all giving him a lot of leeway he ain't shit (laughs) literally there's no spell spell. there's no conjuring of anything that man is just not (laughs) shit y'all let's let's let a spade be a spade that's he ain't shit and let's come to the conclusion y'all are reaching for the stars it's just like i feel like nobody in this situation is perfect because obviously danny layden had her (laughs) ups and downs (laughs) issues with that the yellow Yellow bonus (laughs) (laughs) this song is so bad chill but anyway so it's just like obviously like that whole beef with and me and me was talking about this is at the end of the day, this nigga not shit. He's obviously, I feel like, because she was saying somebody's first baby mama and his first baby mama always got something to say. It's clear he going back and forth between them yeah. and me. And don't act like y'all don't see this stuff in real in life. In real life. I know a lot of people can relate. Like Men go back and forth between two women a lot. And time. that's because it's they, so they allow them to. Yeah. They give this nigga too much grace. And it's just like he telling y'all about the same lies, telling y'all the same you know stuff. Go. Literally. Like, so it's just like. I don't think I've ever been in that situation. Oh, I will my. never be in that situation. I'm about to say, I ain't never knowingly, like, yeah. been in a situation like that. Because if it's me, it's like, girl, let's team up on him. And let's jump. Yeah. Let's it's jump. not Get a... Get that nigga after work. <laughs> we beefed up on each other. It's just like, no. Let's beef up... Roll up on him. Beef up on him. <laughs> but, yeah, it's just kind of like, maybe spreading the same line. So, I feel like he going back and forth. Between, and obviously make enemies out of them. Ain't no telling what he's saying, the others mm-hmm. saying about each other. Then that make them get on the internet and start talking about each other. So remember, ladies, at the end of the day, the niggas are the enemies. No, I'm just kidding. They're no, not always. But in a lot of in situations, situations, they yes. are like, but... Most likely, if two women are arguing online... It's it's a man. It's his fault. Yeah. Like, it's he didn't... Did I know something. I've been in a situation where... Girls have been beat up with me. Yeah, because they're arguing about it themselves. I suddenly argue. They both argue with each other. Yeah. I feel like. But that's because I wasn't receiving anything on mm-hmm. my end. It was more like the man, like, telling whoever else, like, oh, yeah, babe, this, she mad, yeah. da, da, da. And, of course, I don't talk to him, so I don't know. So it's just like they beat up with me. And I don't even know why, but it's because literally the man is, like, yes. being this awkward center point, being messy. Like, I so guess they want to feel. Men are messier than y'all think feel, they are. I guess it feels good. Y'all tell me, men, I don't know, to have women fighting over y'all. Y'all like that shit. I'll punch you Some in of y'all. <laughs> so, y'all do what y'all can do. Y'all literally be messy. Men, I'm specifically talking about the messy men. Niggas that do this, I'm not talking about, if you don't do this, I'm not talking about you. But I feel like they like it. Yeah, they do. It makes them feel good. But another lesson, Miss Danny, is like we said last week, I'm pretty sure there was a lot of red flags and signs. Yeah. There's so much stuff. That I His feel like is obvious with him. Gives me red flags. I'm just like, you would do what? But it's like, this? remember, a man show you the first time who, who he is. is. Believe that. And then I just feel like it was very obvious he's very on and off with his baby mama, the first one too. And then he had that second one out of nowhere while he was still supposed to be with the first baby yeah. mama. And it's just like, he's embarrassing. Flag, embarrassing as hell. So it's just like, remember, believe these men the first time they show you who they they not lying they are not they not playing this is who they are yeah. and they really just testing the waters and then some of us just oh 
He got what, money. Or it's just like, oh, change. Or, oh, well, he told mm-hmm. me this, that, that, It's like, no, that nigga was being real life himself when he was doing X, Y, Z. You just got to choose to believe him. But hopefully the situation do. Yeah, I'm not the biggest fan of Danny Lay. I don't necessarily listen to her music or anything like mm-hmm. that. And the <laughs> Yellow Ball song, Three Off, as well. But it's just like, obviously, no mother should be treated like mm-hmm. that and kicked out the house. Humans. And like, yeah, it's like, she's a whole human at the end of the day, so she don't deserve to be, he on Instagram doing right, all this extra, yeah. whatever, and arguing with her and all this other stuff in front of the baby and then showing the baby on Instagram like, yeah, 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 we arguing. Here's my three-month-old baby. <laughs> <laughs> like, Literally a fool, man. a joke. So, big head ass, the baby. I feel like Relates. every other month he does something to make me like him less. Yeah, and then for you niggas that be on Twitter, um, it's so funny seeing the uh black like women community like uh fall and rise or whatever rise and fall with city the boys up one. Yes, first of all, ain't no niggas, city city boys are gay men, right? Or no? That's what I'm. That's thinking. what I always thought. City boy was like when every time I hear city boy, that's like I think it sounds Hannah. <laughs> I'm <laughs> like, girl. so then exactly then all of a sudden I see straight men hop on the. I'm like. Cute but we are into <laughs> we are into the LGBTQ culture, yeah. so that's why I'm like when I heard City Boy, yeah, that was always something. It's that like, obviously City Girls, so I get especially because yeah. Santana is so closely tied to the City Girls, yeah. so it's just like you got some talent. No, I'm just kidding. but I just think they maybe they just took it. We're gonna make it opposite. It. But so no, every time I see that's what I think about Santana. Not City Boys. Uh, when men say that, I'm like, you sound stupid you as sound- fuck. But for the men, it's like, oh, it's funny seeing women, like, love the baby. People are allowed to change their mind. People show how trash they are every single yeah. day. So if I like a person and they start showing their trash qualities and I decide I don't like them no more, I can do that. Because if you yeah. keep liking them and they trash, then you're going to sit up there and think I'm a terrible person. So it's just like people are allowed to change their mind. That's what any mm-hmm. celebrity, they start doing being on that, whatever. I can choose not to listen to them, not to stream them no more. I don't mm-hmm. listen to the baby. At first, yeah. Then he started showing his ass, and it's like, mm-hmm. that's cool, that's cool. <laughs> baby on baby. <laughs> he walked into <laughs> baby on baby. Big hit ass. Okay, literally. Let's see. Hmm. We, we might questions. Or uh, yeah, we might just get because today's a shorter episode, y'all. Because traffic, traffic, traffic. Looking for my chapstick. Feeling kind of car sick. There's a four Maverick. Okay. Um, beauty real quick let me oh, run yeah, through that real we quick we can do that real quick so run for my product recommendation this week i want to recommend the nars radiant longwear foundation that is a foundation that i have on right now it looks good we just took pictures it looked good mm-hmm. can't wait to post our pictures guys yes we, we just today. went to this like little pop-up shop thing in the gallery yeah. mother was invited to it's like cute the christmas pictures yeah Y'all should check it out. We'll, we'll post on our Instagram. Yeah. Y'all be able to see. But um, yes, the NARS Radiant Longwear Foundation is like $42, but it is worth it. You little bit goes a long way with this product. It looks so good. They have like 40 ranges, mm-hmm. I believe, in um, like what you can, uh, the shades. Mm-hmm. And mine is Tahoe? 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 T-A-H-O-E. Tahoe. Yeah. Like Tahoe, I'm saying. Like the Tahoe. Tahoe. I think I'm saying I don't know shit. I don't I don't think I'm saying it right. Anyways, that's what I that's the one that I wear. But um it lasts literally all day. It's mm-hmm. not sweaty. Um this is the um, I don't believe this is the matte one. This mm-hmm. is supposed to be more of like the has more of the 
glossy look like I glowy guess. yeah like the glow yeah like a glowier ish mm-hmm. look but it don't look sweaty at the same time and like any of the one that i had i just like am getting to the very bottom and i've had it for a very long time i'm probably gonna have to buy a different shade because i'm gonna have to try it lighter. but yeah the nars radiant Longwear. there's another one too but the longwear one it comes like in the actual like bottle mm-hmm. get it also in makeup news um a update is so Bratz is collaborating with Makeup Revolution. I don't know if y'all know Makeup Revolution is it's kind of like one of the better I, I I don't even know if you would call it drugstore because it really be in like the Ultas. I ain't never really mm-hmm. seen Makeup Revolution in drugstores. But Bratz is doing a collaboration with Makeup Revolution, um like a holiday line. Mm-hmm. I just seen it because I follow the Bratz page. Which they post a lot of like bad bitch stuff on there for like the adults, the mm-hmm. girls who used to be who the used girls to have now. Brats, yes. yes, but I want to collaborate with them. But anyways, speaking of existence, speak, boom, 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 <laughs> boom, boom. talk to me, talk to me, talk to me, come, 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 brats, brats, brats. But um, yeah, they're coming out with a makeup um like a collaboration thing, yeah. and That's I dope. saw it on Instagram. It's so cute. Like I the bet it is. advertisement was, you know, the scene from um. Mean Girls, when they're doing the Santa Claus thing, mm-hmm. and they're, like, doing their makeup, and then they, like, line up behind the mm-hmm. thing. That's, like, what it was, but Bratz. And they were using, like, their makeup line. It was so cute. But, yes, Bratz makeup. So, I might, I might have to try it out. I'm trying to slap my ass mm-hmm. on a PR list somewhere or something like that. But, yeah, I thought that was really cool that That's I seen cool. that. I was like, Bratz, keeping it alive for the girls. Like, staying yeah, with the age our, range. Like, inner childhood. Yes, but, like, bossing but, it up yeah, to, like, I like, I like women. that concept. Yes. That's going to sell for sure. All right, so for my beauty, it's going to be quick. So I just want to talk about skincare. So a year ago, my skin was terrible. Like <laughs> I was dealing with hella cystic acne, um, a lot of scarring. And I know a lot of ladies can or and men too can relate to like um, that, yeah. that terrible adult acne. So my skin cleared up whenever I just decided to go to dermatologist. So I'm just saying if you are dealing with like that, like you're dealing with acne, right? And you're trying all these different, me- like these, I would say melodies, these remedies, mm-hmm. I mean, all these remedies and all these estheticians and all these products. Mm-hmm. And if you're getting really frustrated and you're not seeing results, honestly, just go to a dermatologist. Before I went to dermatologist, I did try out Curology and it did help clear clear some things mm-hmm. up but when i actually went to the dermatologist and like got them look at my skin like they gave me things and um it worked out great like i it cleared my skin up i haven't been i still get you know the occasional pimple here and there mm-hmm. but i don't have to deal with that cystic like those really hard bumps you know mm-hmm. like i swear i was breaking out like five pimples a day so my face was really 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 scarred up so my I went to a uh, Dr. Blackburn's actually a doctor here, a doctor's office in Dallas. So if you literally just Google Dr. Blackburn Dallas, they're the only one, you know, in the Blackburn? area. Blackburn. 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 Okay. So it'll come up. So I have insurance, so my copay was only fifty dollars. Okay. And so I did have to pay for like, you know, some of my medicine, but and ointments, that's okay. <laughs> but I'm just um putting it out there in the air, you know, for people who are super frustrated with their skin and are not finding products that work. Just go to a dermatologist. Your skin is an organ. Mm-hmm. If you think about it. So there are actually. That thing's the lar- ain't like the largest it, organ on your body. Yeah, the integumentary system. I believe that's what it's called. Endocrine? No. No, integumentary. Okay, yeah, never mind. What system. I said was definitely wrong. 
and the crimson inside. Yeah. But that's what I was like. Yeah. yeah so go to dermatologist. Normalize that. Yeah. yeah it's, it's okay, okay to, to go to, to a dermatologist. Yeah. You don't always have to go to a everybody's skin is different. different. So it's like some people can like I like me. Versus I dealt with acne too, but I was able to, you know, on my yeah. own find the products and try things or whatever. And that worked out for me. Yeah. Also, birth control helped me to get on a birth control that helped with acne mm-hmm. as well. So it's just kind of like that's, I guess, like a form of medication or whatever yeah. that helps out. Because, like, I know for me, birth control was one thing that would kind of mess my skin. So I had to find one that didn't. But mm-hmm. some people can, you know, find stuff or whatever. And then yeah, some people can I got to actually find go nothing. to the dermatologist. I did so... Like, I found a few things that helped, but I needed something to make a drastic change. So More I just, permanent change. Permanent. Mm-hmm. That literally went to dermatologist. So, y'all try that out. It don't even have to be the one I just mentioned, but just try out a dermatologist. Mm-hmm. Okay. You move to a little lifestyle. So, I was thinking the story that we was going to do. We can say that for next, next week time. when we have our okay, time. And fine. we can just talk about another one that's in here. Okay, that's cool. But lifestyle, real quick, we want to just talk about... When your exes try to see oh back into your life goodness. and ruin your happiness. Or like when they see you happy they, and then they, they come in there and they, they have a radar. Hey, hey, how y'all doing? <laughs> I don't understand it. It's like you literally. They do have a radar. They sense happiness, successfulness, whatever. And it's like, boom, I heard from your ass in 50 little years. Yeah, Where are you coming from? from? Literally don't. You don't hear from me. I don't want to hear from you. Go back to that hole. <laughs> you brought up that, that cave. Literally. Go back to it. Yeah. So it's just like, um, I'll, I'll be transparent for some reason. <laughs> I'm on my computer. Why did my, I know if you listen, I know it was you. My <laughs> ex literally <laughs> freaking FaceTime me. How do you go from, we have not talked in years to you go to a straight FaceTime. And the only reason I know because he doesn't live in Texas. So the mm. area code of the state. And then it's like that number. And I read it all the way. I'm like, I know exactly who this is. Cause it's like, I just remember. I know you that know? who I think it, it is. Just, it's like <laughs> it pulled it out of my brain. That's like, subconscious. <laughs> I knew, like, who the hell is that? I knew exactly who it was. And I'm just like, and you thought I was going to answer? How, like, I feel like a FaceTime is so personal. Yeah. How you go? From not a, even a text. Not even a DM. Straight to you FaceTime. Nigga answer. <laughs> Girl. I'm not answering. I'm not trying to talk to you at all. Even, yes. even if you text but me. But I I'm told you, me. I feel like this has not been the first time this has happened to you with a particular person. I always... I told you, it's like he can sense, he can sense when it. you're happy and when you're doing good. And it's just like that tiptoe. So, ladies, please don't respect your, respect yourself enough and love yourself enough to not even, I don't care if it's it. a nigga text you talking about some, hey, how you been? Especially, it's always the niggas that did you dirty. Yeah. That like to come back and try to like creep in and, yeah. oh, you good and how you doing? And girls do this too as yeah. well. So, exes in general, but it's always the ex that, did you dirty and then they randomly oh how you doing they see you doing all right yeah. and oh how you been oh i see you doing this i'm happy for you trying to like you gotta set that boundary and just because i feel like you might want to but don't to me it's don't a do. test it's, a, it's test. a test to see if they ha- still have access to you yeah and that's what i try to tell people when you when, when your exes do that they don't give a damn about how you doing they trying to test to see if they still got access yeah. to you because if you answer and they had that like okay Shit, this I have the to beginning. do much. Yeah, <laughs> Birmingham. <laughs> yeah, I got this bitch right where I want it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's just like it's a test to see if they still have access to you, and do not fail the test. 
Like, not even for them, but for yourself. So it's just like, because one thing about me, I'm going to move the fuck on. And it's just like, I don't don't like backtracking ever. So it's like, it ain't no hate or nothing, but it's kind of like. We all about growth over here. Especially, like I said, when there's niggas that do you dirty and they just whatever and then sometimes it don't even gotta be an ex it could be somebody you was talking to yeah. or whatever and they or did dating, you dirty yeah. yeah dating or whatever and it's like it's always somebody just trying to peek their way back in when they see you doing good or if they see you moved on or whatever like that and it's just like you have to have enough you have to have to have those boundaries there mm-hmm. for yourself of this person no longer has, has access, access to me. me like when you did have access to me you didn't make the most of it and you didn't do you me didn't, right yeah. you're done you're done you're done you're done so that's why I was like, I feel like it's always the people that do you the dirtiest that try to creep like, back in, yeah. cause but they're testing you, and that's what I try to tell people. It's it's literally just a test. They yeah. don't they they may not even be trying to get back with you. No, they're just trying to see if they still got that that yeah, access, like, that privilege of having you around June. So my birthday is June six. So I feel like a lot of things just like been good things happening to me, right? But you know, mm-hmm. your birthday pictures drop. I swear, like I had so many people men from the past mm-hmm. be like what's up and i'm just like what is wrong with you and it was just like it was just like coincidentally like damn near at the same time all of them not they want that old thing no, back. no 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 that's why i'm just like remember one of them had facetime me we was uh, it's like juneteenth because remember holly had my phone and i was like answer that because i don't know who. That oh! yeah it's just like y'all need to stop yes. doing that i dead ass forgot about that I forgot about that. Yeah. No, y'all. <gasps> no access to yes, me. I remember who it is now. I completely <laughs> forgot about that. That nigga there. <laughs> no access, guys. No. So I feel like for the they most know. part. They just consistent. I don't think necessarily. I wouldn't say. I don't think my ex has really tried any more. It's more just like old niggas I used to date, mm-hmm. talk to. And they ran the car. I was like, first of all. I forgot who you existed. existed. That part. Who you again? Forgot you. Even <laughs> What's your was, name again? If <laughs> even forgot you, we was anything ever like we even talked to begin with. But it's just kind of like me. I don't even say shit back. Most time they do, most time it's a DM because I got my number changed now, so they can't even uh, text me if they wanted to. Mm-hmm. I literally was smooth delete that shit out of my messages and yes. keep it moving. So when old flames exes whatever try to creep back Close, into your the life, door is locked. It's locked. Lock and key. Close it. Don't and I don't care how much she has to be in love. Are they niggas really be fake caring? If we mm-hmm. be in, and when I say niggas, I mean people in general. It's just saying in general. It can, be, it can be even if you are a woman and you know you date women or whatever like that. When I'm saying niggas, I mean whoever, whoever ex booze whatever. People just they really honestly don't. I'm not gonna say they don't really care what you're doing. They just people are conniving and they're manipulative mm-hmm. and, and bored. it's just like and bored too and also. If they see you doing well, they, they want a like, piece of that. They, they want, want a piece, piece of that, of that light. With you. They want a piece of that glow. Yeah, they want a piece of that too. Yeah. Especially if you're doing well after them as well. And it's like, Chad, I'm probably doing better because your ass ain't around. You literally getting on my nerves and distracting me. That's how it be. Yeah, literally, if so. a door closes, it was supposed to. And that's well, that's I, I feel said, like it's very rare that you go back. Yeah, I feel like unless you were married or something, you know. Yeah, that's within different. that, that's a marriage different, is a little different. Yeah. It's a little bit more serious. I'm talking about regular dating, regular exes. Yeah. When that door closes tight and shut, it's supposed to be. So don't yeah, even. Yeah, saying you broke up for a reason. Yeah, remember that. And reason. that reason is more than enough for me to move the fuck on and not be worried about them trying doing, to talk to me yeah. and what they doing. And I literally don't care. Mm-hmm. Like so, it's just like one of my exes. But this one, like, we was like 18. Me and him are cordial now. 
But me and him just don't be like talking 25, 8 or whatever. I see him, I say, I literally saw him the other day and we said like, what's up to each other? How you doing? Whatever. But it's just kind of like with him, I know is literally nothing like him trying. I know he don't give a shit about anything of me on a romantic level. It's just like a, hey, how you doing? We live in the same area. So it's like I kind of low key run into him often. But in general, everybody else, like, I really don't. I mean, if I see them, I'll be like, what's up? But that whole trying to creep back and how you doing all this stuff, don't it's a no go. It's a no go. So it's just like most of the time, there might be a few out there that, you know, genuinely have moved on and they just checking in. But who knows? It's like, child, it's been six months. It ain't that. I'll be like, because the ex I'm talking about is from like 2014. It's literally 2021. We do not give a shit about each other like that. But it's like, if I have my more recent ex, which was what, 2019? That's something I'm like, eh, I'm not even going to try to like, you know, whatever, like entertain that yeah. or, or anything of that nature. So it's just kind of like, be careful when they try to. I feel mm-hmm. like you can, but I also feel you like you can sense. Energy. So you can sense when somebody genuinely is just like, I don't know when they like mm-hmm. whatever they not on that and then but it's just kind of like it's a pattern though I feel mm-hmm. like the people who do be on that they show a, a pattern, pattern honestly so I feel like it's easier to catch on to what they doing like for you to be like you might get fooled the first time mm-hmm. but it's like they a pattern they keep doing the same thing over and like I said when they sense that happiness it's a lot of them that come around when they sense happiness they want you doing good they want a piece and then like I said it can be a nigga that you wouldn't even with together like that for real for real just somebody you was dating people are weird they and are. it's just like I don't, I don't know. People weird, so. Close that door. Keep it shut. Key. Lock it. And then call the police if they do. Okay. And, oh, yeah, boundaries. But that's kind yeah, of the same set thing. Set boundaries. Well. Boundaries are created. You create your boundaries to protect yourself. Mm-hmm. So I feel like with that, you have to do a lot of soul searching and self-awareness and really figure out what you're going to allow, what you're not going to allow. Mm-hmm. And that's not just with relationships, we just like friendships, co-workers, like really set clients. Like, you know, I, I'm going to try to have clients. I have to set boundaries. So yes. make sure, take some time, you know, especially before the new year start, set boundaries. Yeah. Think about sure. like what you are going to allow in every area of your life. Mm-hmm. Like don't leave any areas of your life unchecked. Mm-hmm. set boundaries literally writing them out seeing them like and i feel like over time you, you just learn yeah. what your boundaries are mm-hmm. i feel like of course obviously people have more leeway when i was 18 versus yeah. now me and being 26 20, so it's yeah. like over time really like it's more of a self-awareness of realizing things you went through lessons learned how i felt at that moment yeah. i did not like that i'm not allowing that again and it's okay you yeah. gotta stand your ground when it comes to your boundaries because if you like these are my boundaries and you let people step over it or, you know, you letting people pass all the time. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it's like, obviously, your boundaries can be different for the different people, depending yeah. on your relationship with them and, you know, whatever yeah. like that. But it's like the end of the day, a person doesn't No one person is allowed 100 percent access to you. Twenty five. Besides mm-hmm. yourself, because mm-hmm. obviously you within yourself. But it's just like some people feel really, really, really entitled, entitled to you all the time. the time and that can be overwhelming so it is okay to set boundaries and be like hey one two three i'm not having four or five six i need you to respect seven eight nine like and if they care about you they will. or and if they're a respectable person then they will because i promise you that person has some boundaries themselves mm-hmm. they just choosing to overstep somebody else's or being mad so it's just like 
having boundaries really do and i feel like that also helps with your mental health yeah. as well because you letting people do you don't everything be triggered all the time that too or you just letting people do whatever all the time you you know you're too afraid to set those boundaries because of what they think who the hell's care yeah. what they think do you this you protecting your own self your own energy like your mm-hmm. own inner peace so it's just like boundaries set them especially when it comes to those exes yeah because them niggas sure. be crazy but um yeah, set your boundaries. We'll talk more deeper into about later, like friendship boundaries, relationship mm-hmm. boundaries. We'll kind of get more detail into that. Okay, okay, okay. So entrepreneurship, real quick. Yes. We just want to give a little some tips, little tips when it comes to um using your audience and followers to your advantage. advantage. So of course, y'all know I'm a creative. I'm an influencer. So obviously, having a following helps yeah and um but one thing people always ask me is okay when they're trying to start a business or even you're trying to be an influencer do you have to have a certain amount of followers and the answer is no and yes because i like to tell you no because you can get things done without a big Mm -hmm. following but there are some opportunities that limit you from doing it because they oh you gotta have 10k mm-hmm. oh you gotta have 15k so as far as when it comes to a business yes obviously it helped that i had a following when like it came to neo curly or whatever like that are you know even with the podcast getting mm-hmm. people to listen and stuff like that so having a following does help but is it necessary no because followers does not equal money and sales at yeah. the end of the day now i don't get a sale i don't get a dollar from every follower yeah. that i have so it's more of taking the audience and a following that you have and converting that into sales views uh clicks Mm -hmm. whatever it is that you're whatever it is that you're um looking for uh listens like Mm -hmm. you make music or whatever like that so that's what's more important is learning to take the audience that you do have because your audience is there for a reason Mm -hmm. they like what you're doing and it don't matter if it's 500 or you got 500 and somebody that's doing the same thing as you got Two thousand, mm-hmm. maybe not all. T- if they not doing things right, you can have damn near all five hundred listening or yeah. buying whatever it is that you're doing. And this person can only have a hundred. Just depends on yeah. how like you market it. So it's really important to learn your audience. What you like? That's why it's good to play around with content that you put out and see what they respond to. Mm-hmm. Better say, okay, when I put this out, they was really feeling this. When I put this out, uh, maybe not. I'm gonna test it again and see. You have um, Instagram. You can go to your insights. Yeah. I think the only thing that doesn't show you inside if you have a personal account. Yeah, you got to convert it to a business. Business or a creator think, account. Yeah, creator. You have a business or a creator account, which, I mean, honestly, if you're some type of artist, you can do creator. Obviously, if you have a business, you can do a business account. And they show you your analytics. Mm-hmm. And on every post, every story, your audience going up, your views, all, every, all the details that you need from the age range to where they stay at to what day that you get the The most most views views, on all of that is under there so it's taking time because me as a content creator i had to sit there and learn evaluate your invite evaluate your audience Mm -hmm. and figure out what did they like best what was they not and that doesn't mean that you have to only post things that they like you can you know like i said you can post Mm -hmm. other stuff too that's out there because whoever is meant to receive it will Mm -hmm. but for the most part just reaching out to your audience and trying to get the most of your followers and your audience. Yeah, you, you really want to have some type of strategy. Yes, really you just don't want to be yeah, doing Instagram stuff. Instagram really is mean. really marketing. So you, at you this really point, it is marketing. Find your like marketing strategy. Like, what are you gonna do to 
like inform your audience about what you're doing to mm-hmm. convert them into customers you gotta like figure that out exactly because it's like okay there's a lot of people out there on instagram that just got followers and they yeah, ain't making no, no dollars money, off yeah. of it and making no money they're not doing no real like they're not getting sponsorships or you know their business not really getting sales and it's just kind of like you have to sit there and learn to take t- i will sit there even my managers and stuff they take my analytics mm-hmm. and stuff like that and they look at it too it's really important to try to understand the audience and the following that, that you, you have. do have yeah. and stop worrying so much about, about the, the oh followers, the amount of followers yeah, yeah that the next person have and it's just like okay yeah i have 200k and then I have somebody that, you know, I know they got, they might have 400K. But it's just like our audiences can be mm-hmm. look, following us for two completely different things for two different reasons. So really take the time to, like I said, make the most of the audience and the following that you do have. Now, when it comes to my content creators and, you know, it's like, that's why I say yes or no when it's important because there's um there's opportunities that are out there, but mm-hmm. sometimes they limit it to creators who are only 10k and plus that's what i seen was remember i was trying yeah, to get you that's to sign what up. i fell into yeah i was trying to there's like um influencer websites like yeah. inspire and four and obviously and things like that where basically creators can go on there and they can pitch themselves for campaigns so i was trying to put that on for mia so she can pick up some like uh mm-hmm. active like fitness type campaigns but they wouldn't let her because she didn't have 10k and it's stupid because the it thing is. is also another thing is when you are analyzing analytics and stuff, you need you're looking at the engagement. You're not, not looking. You're like not it. looking at the the followers. You're looking at the engagement. What is going on on your page? What are your followers doing? And what are your non followers doing as well? Most of the engagement that come on my page is from people that don't even follow me. Mm-hmm. It's all about watching the engagement. So it's kind of hard. Like I said, sometimes tell people numbers don't matter just because Mm -hmm. some people do make it a thing, but there's a lot of opportunities out there for people who have under 10 K or under 50 or whatever it is. It's just when it comes to pitching yourself to brands, make sure you harp on your engagement. Yeah. I might have 10 K followers, but my reach is 50 K or my, I get engagement of 50 K people. What you need to be, advertising for yourself and pitching yourself is that engagement number not the amount of followers because a lot of and thing is brands like to get spicy in emails too and be like well you know so and so has this many followers and they did it for less than what you're asking or the price i don't care what so if so and so want to lowball themselves that's on them because i've had brands say that stuff to me i don't care if i have 150k followers at the time if i'm reaching 400k people I'm going to get paid like I got 400K followers because that's mm-hmm. my what I'm reaching. So the thing is, when you're pitching yourself, pitch your engagement and not your followers. Like I said, most of my engagement comes from being on the Explore mm-hmm. page. So many people see on the Explore page, people shout you out. They find yeah. your page like that. People from all over the place. So it's just learning how to. You just got to really learn how to study the analytics that come with like mm-hmm. Instagram and there's analytics on Twitter's. Uh, Twitter, Twitter, TikTok, all that. Yeah. Like you can view your analytics literally on anything. Yeah, so for me, I feel like I had to because I would feel bad because mm-hmm. I didn't have as many followers as like you know these brands would like. But mm-hmm. I had to remember that my impact, and my influence is literally community based and local. Like I really be in person with people, mm-hmm. so I'm like maybe like being a fitness influencer online is not the road for me mm-hmm. be, because I like be literally talking to people every day like i see members i'm a coach so it's a little bit different for me so i literally stopped honestly caring about mm-hmm. like 
how many followers I had, how a post is doing. Because it's just like, you know what? If I got something to pitch, I'm going to uh, talk to the people that I know, the people yeah. that I train. Like, since I do work at a gym, it's just like kind of floating that information of what you got going on within that that community that you have. And I like that love better. Yeah. And I feel like that's more, I want my own gym one day. So that's more for me realistic of like you need to be focusing not on your you, it's okay to focus on your online presence yeah but also folk but it's not everything yeah focusing yeah. on like your in person skills mm-hmm. so like how am I interacting with clients you know do they want to be around me am I being friendly am I creating an environment that they feel like they can thrive in and they feel comfortable and that's important in. for the business owners yeah. as well it's just like obviously for the content creators it's a little different because yeah. most because your job is the online presence but for a business uh like actual business owners. Like you said, you have to make sure that that transfers over to yeah. real life, like you interacting with your customers yeah. and, you know, if people come pick up stuff from you, like that type of thing yeah. too, having that with them in person and not just online. Because like I said, it don't, you could have 500 followers and be having more sales than somebody with two, mm-hmm. three thousand, four thousand, but it's just all about your customer, doing, service. customer service, doing what makes sense for you so it's mm-hmm. it's good to have an online presence because there's so much online for people to find you but yeah, cause i get most of my don't clients stress about it online yeah but yeah like you said don't stress, stress about, about it, it. if you yeah. are a smaller business or just you have a smaller instagram account don't stress out about yeah. it really like what i did is just literally focusing on my like personal skills yeah. like how can i build like long-term relationships with the people mm-hmm. that i come across every day that is going to be valued to me more than like a brand exactly like you know what i'm yeah. saying it's like i wanted that because i felt like that's what i needed to do because i followed all these fitness influencers so i was yeah. trying to copy and paste what they exactly what they did that shit was not working for mm-hmm. me and i was getting so frustrated of putting all this effort and this time mm-hmm. and creating this beautiful content and it's just like not even the engagement is so yeah. low so i started like putting all that energy into like my online clients mm-hmm. and my in-person clients like being creative with them and it was helping them thrive more honestly yeah so just do what's best for you. Like yes, I said, do what's best for, for creators, you. it's a little bit different just because me, obviously, like, but a lot of, I have built a lot of good relationships yeah. with the online stuff as well. And it transferred over into real life. But it's kind of like, you know, like I say it's a little different career mm-hmm. just because your job is online. But as far as like actual business owners, do not stress about do followers. Not. Followers does not equal does money. Does not equal customers. Like, yeah, it does not equal customers. All. So it's just kind of, it's more of like with the Instagram or the page, you making the most of it. You know, looking at your analytics and studying. It's mm-hmm. not okay. People really like when we post about this item yeah, or so this keep, thing we're yeah, selling. Oh, yeah. So it's like, okay, let's keep it up. Let's keep up the hype about this. Let's get more sales off of this. Mm-hmm. This is what people are interacting yeah. with. Let's make content based around this. So that's more of like just using use social it. media mm-hmm. more to your advantage versus like trying to trying to go viral. Yeah. Trying to yeah. Get the, a lot of followers. Worrying about the wrong stuff. And it's like just use it more as like a tool versus like the center mm-hmm, of your business. Exactly. So exactly. that's why I was like followers, audience, like follower thing matter. Yes and no. Yeah. At the it just same depends time, on what it, you're trying to do. It depends on the situation mm-hmm. and how you're going about it. So, but yeah, like I said, sometimes for creators, it's limited, maybe uh, opportunities just because some be tripping. But I promise you, there are a million brands that will pay you and give you your money despite mm-hmm. the following. I know plenty of um like micro um influencers that be making some money because they're pitching themselves right mm-hmm. and they're pitching the right things to them and they're also sh- their content is good too so it's showing like hey i can do this who cares if i don't have 500k followers and mm-hmm. i got 15 i can do this so it's just kind of like like say using uh 
things the right way. Like I said, Instagram has like the insights and stuff. So studying that. Go check your insights. Yeah, yeah, really does help. Like I said, if you got a personal account and you're a creator or your business, switch, switch it. it. Switch it, switch it, it's switch it right now. So that way you can dig deeper into that account and say your business, use it as a tool and not like everything. Like your like, worth of your business is not, not on, based, based off on, your fucking it's Instagram. Not. It's not. Because Instagram is going to come and go. Yeah. And honestly, next, we'll have MySpace 2.0. Yeah, we'll have something totally different <laughs> we all on. So, and people were thriving in business before social media. Literally. So, so remember that as well. So it's pick just up some social media as a tool uh, with your business and as a creator, tips. really study those analytics. And really, one day I'll come on here and more like talk more deeper about pitching yourself and what I do, mm-hmm. responding to emails and things like that. That's just kind of like a little overall so just to wrap it up yes um we're just gonna do as bev and mia real quick and the question is from i'm just saying miss e miss because e. i'm saying but okay. is um how do y'all deal with anxiety about being success being successful in life if y'all do so yeah. i feel like that's more of like imposter syndrome yeah. almost a little bit again because it's just kind of like success is defined differently for everybody. everybody. What is successful to, to Mia you. is yeah. different to me. You and it's, figure that out yeah, and so it's just more like it's different. So of course, we don't see success one hundred percent. It's mm-hmm. more just like what your field is. So me, I don't. I get. I I don't necessarily see me one hundred percent successful. Mm-hmm. But I don't see myself as a failure. I feel like I'm building up to that success, and of course, mm-hmm. it anxiety and doubt and things come with it. But it's more of just. One thing that helps is having supportive people around you mm-hmm. to remind you you're doing a damn good <laughs> job, brother. Yeah, you got to have You're that. doing a good job because I feel like you got like these pessimistic ass like they ain't doing shit for themselves friends. as either bringing you down family members, friends, significant other, whatever. I feel like it can, it can make that imposter you. syndrome yeah. even worse. worse because it's just like, damn, like not only am I feeling down, but these they're making, telling me me, yeah, they're making me feel worse so it's just like why am i even doing this mm-hmm. but it's just and like so we all have moments of self-doubt like we all done thought about quitting the shit yeah. that we wanted to do like Heck but it's yeah. like when you have those people in your life that it's like hey i know it's hard especially mm-hmm. we they don't have to do the same thing but like me and mia don't do the same thing but we both entrepreneurs so we both know that what we do is tough and like some being our yeah. own bosses and things like that so just we can relate support system. but even our friends they don't. They work their nine to fives or they're in their career fields or whatever like that. They, we talk to them. They understand what we're doing too. And they build us up like, hey, you got this. What you posted the other day was really good. They're yeah. sharing it. They're giving us those, that uh, reassurance yeah. and that we that you need. So having a good support yeah. system around you really does help. For me, journaling. So just yes. keep track of your goals. Literally write your goals down so you know mm-hmm. what you're working towards. And every now and then go back. And see what you wrote and see Check mark it all. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. So really keeping track of your mistakes, keeping track of your successes. Mm-hmm. And honestly, what helps me the most is writing down what I think my purpose is. Yep. And also adding in some affirmations. So when mm-hmm. I do feel low. I say I write down my affirmations. When I do feel that stuff that I'll have to open my journal and remember, literally, you have to remind yourself who you are mm-hmm. and why. You're, remind yourself of your why. If you don't know what your why is, figure that out for yep. yourself. Like I had to dig deep and figure out why do I want to be an entrepreneur? Why do I want to be a personal mm-hmm. trainer? Why do I want to be a group fitness mm-hmm. instructor? Wrote it down. So in those moments that I'm not feeling myself, I go back but and I just read remind yourself my why I'm like and I get pumped up. Yeah. But you got to do it quick. You don't wait days, weeks and months and then kind of sit in a funk of anxiety and that like that dark pit. 
Like really, as soon as you feel yourself like feeling like that, you need to fight back and bounce up out mm-hmm. of it as fast as you can because you don't want to waste time that you could be working on yourself and working on your business because you're in a funk, mm-hmm. you know? And once you get into them funks, you be yes. sunk and up in it. That's and it's hard to get out. That's why the system is good because mm-hmm. you can be transparent with your support system and be like, hey, this is how I'm feeling. And like normally those people can pull you out, help you. Yeah. So journaling <laughs> in the support system are some things that you guys can try if you are battling anxiety. So make sure y'all keeping track of your goals and mm-hmm. your progress and your yes, success and yeah, your, even your, your mistakes. Progress. You make a mistake, write it down and really evaluate what can I learn from this versus beating yourself up. Exactly. Because I feel like that's something that I told you I've been dealing with. It's kind of like, you know, my situation that mm-hmm. I got going on right now, which I'll disclose sometime much, much later. Mm-hmm. But it's just kind of like something I wish I knew then. And I'm like, oh, I made this mistake, you know, whatever. And it was I feel like it's a big mistake. But mm-hmm. it's just kind of like now it's like, you know what? All I can do is learn from that mistake. And make sure that next time I go about it Better. differently because I can't beat myself up about not doing things. Because And when it comes with success, there's some L's that are taken along there the way are. before you get there. That's a learning experience. It's a learning experience. Mm-hmm. And it's like, of course, it sucks when you first like, child, why did I do one, two, three? But it's just kind of like if you if that happened and you don't learn nothing from it, that's on you. Yeah. And you're just going to keep making the same mistakes over and over again, causing yourself more. The saying is repeating the same thing over and over expecting different results yeah and it's just like you gotta yeah. do something yeah you gotta do something different yeah. make some shape pay attention y'all gotta we gotta pay attention it's all about self-awareness mm-hmm. at the end of the day, if you cannot be real with yourself i don't know what you're doing that should be step point. one yes being <laughs> real journey. with yourself yes step one is being real with yourself and it's also being okay to cry honest. out and yeah that if too you need to cry it out cry it out yeah like we all done had our yeah, moments then like, just tears, get up, and nobody, we ain't walking around like we are entrepreneurs. <laughs> we got this. Like, no, we done had our moments Cry too. It out. But it's okay to give yourself, give yourself that moment, moment to mm-hmm. feel what you're feeling. After you do that, okay, it's time to get our affirmations going, yeah. get up, and let's get back to working. Yeah. So just some self awareness, being honest with yourself, obviously not beating yourself yeah. up, but just some self awareness really does help when it comes to the process. I know I did great at these things, and these are some things I don't want to really. I need to work on. I don't need to do again. So those are kind of the things like mm-hmm. support system, journaling, self-awareness, like mm-hmm. keeping track of the things that you got going on really does help along the way, with the journey. Yeah. So it's just some a closing statement. Yeah, um, we got to go. <laughs> yeah, we got to go, y'all. Um, The champagne was cool. It was, it was, it was good. Yeah, it was good. So, I wish it was a little bit more cold, but... All right, y'all. This is the end of episode two. Remember, if you do have questions, you can go on our Instagram at unapologetically melanated. Is that what the Instagram's podcast? Yeah. Um, I'm sorry, the name is Yeah, it is. It's unapologetic melanated podcast. Yeah. On Instagram. We sorry. Yeah, child, it's a long name. Uh, Y'all can DM us, y'all stories on there. Or or email us at at Mia. No, yeah. ask Bev, Bev and Mia. Mia. Yeah. Ask Bev and Mia at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram, Curly Bevy. And I'm Motive by Mia. And yeah, and make sure y'all go. We all on Apples, YouTubes, Spotify. Share with Spotify, your friends. Share with your friends. Families. Tell your friends. Tell your friends, friends. Yeah. And your friends, friends, friends about Push us. Push this podcast out. Because we here every week. Period. Yeah. All right. All right, Bye. y'all. Thank you. Bye.